Ready to step up your game? In this video, we're gonna drop some tips for finding a mentor. Plus, we're gonna briefly talk about the open Supreme Court justice seat. So stick around, we'll be right back. Hey peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the fam. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? So in our previous video, we covered the top five reasons you should find a mentor. In today's video, we're gonna go over the top five tips, or at least five tips of ours, as to how to find a mentor in our quick and dirty video style. But first, I'm sure that you've heard that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she passed away leaving an empty Supreme Court seat. There are supposed to be a total of nine Supreme Court justices. With Ruth gone, there's now eight. Trump has said that um, he's gonna fill this seat with an incredible woman, an incredible justice, uh, very quickly, right? So probably before the election. It actually started the rally cry, fill the seat. Now, the Democrats are pushing hard for Trump to wait until after the election, Yet, many of these same Democrats, you know, back in years past, were kind of faced with the same thing, you know, filling a, an open Supreme Court justice seat during an election year. But uh, they wasted no time filling it, or, you know, they wasted no time, you know, supporting the uh, ability to fill it at a uh, breakneck, breakneck pace. That's what I'm trying to say. So why does it even matter? Well, besides you know, the obvious deadlock that could happen on a 4-4 vote, which could happen, right? The Supreme Court is the highest law of the land, and its justices can make or break a country. A quick example, for instance, would be, say, a state or a federal court ruled that um, all guns and our right to free speech have now been removed by the government. Now, if you go through the court process, you know, all the way through it, right, to the appeal ruling, to eventually you're gonna end up at the Supreme Court for a final ruling. If the justices say they don't follow the Constitution, or say they use political maneuvers or political tactics, or have a far left or a far right ideologies and, and kind of beliefs, and they rule that way, well, they're gonna end up upholding that court's decision. You follow me? So that means that we would have lost our first and second amendment. So, you know, these justices, they tend to stay in these positions, um, you know, for life, right? We're talking many, many, many decades, right? So it's extremely important that we have a Supreme Court justices, that we have multiple, we have nine of them, right? Supreme Court justices that solely base their decisions on the Constitution and the Constitution alone. If so, if that's the way that if that's the way that they actually end up doing it, we'll end up keeping our great country and ensure that it stays great for for many decades to come. But if the court goes to the very liberal or left way of thinking and kind of disregards our Constitution, we could all be end up in great trouble. So watch this really closely and see how it all plays out. It is guaranteed to be a wild, wild ride. Let's get into, I guess, the importance of how to find a mentor. Now, before you start looking for a mentor, first understand that it is a process, all right? There probably won't be a simple start and stop point. It's not a class or a course, right? You're not gonna learn you know, certain things in, in a set time frame. Mentoring is, is like other relationships. You, you have to let it grow naturally. Don't, you know, 
force it or, or rush it. It's important that you feel a connection with the prospective mentor. When you hear them speak, you know, read their articles, um, meet them at events, etc. You know, make sure that it's someone with a set of skills and strengths that you would like to build in yourself. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and begin with five tips for you, all right? So tip number one, don't put the prospective person or mentor, you know, the person you'd like as a mentor on some kind of pedestal. You know, in other videos, we've talked about how sometimes we put successful people on, on pedestals and we don't think of them as, you know, regular people. But spoiler alert, you know what? They're just people, all right? They all have their strengths and they have their weaknesses. They're not perfect. Study the person you want to mentor you. Get to know their strengths and you can learn, you know, things that you can learn from them, right? But also, um, you know, learn about their weaknesses as well. For example, if you've battled with substance abuse, you know, for years and your mentor has the same challenges with substance abuse as well, keep that in mind before you approach them and, and ask them to be a mentor, right? You may learn more about business or your career, but kind of end up relapsing and it might set you back far more than anything that you're going to gain from that relationship. While we're on this topic, all right, be responsible and be respectful. If you meet somebody for coffee or, or dinner, you know, control yourself. You know, don't, don't get drunk. Don't get, you know, too loud or start going over all the different problems that you have in your life. Tackle one thing at a time. Be very, very specific and clearly communicate. All right, so let's go on to tip number two. What do you bring to the table? You know, many people look at uh, finding a mentor in kind of a selfish way. You know, they want information, they want connections, they want feedback from people, but they don't look at the mentorship as kind of a two-way street. What can you offer to a mentor? Right? Your energy, your excitement, you know, can make it interesting for them, but what skills do you have that, that you can actually help them with, right? Do you know people that could possibly benefit from them or maybe their business? Can you help them with some of their tasks and maybe some of their research? Chances are you have a lot more time than they do. So think of ways that you can kind of bring value to their life, help create opportunities for them, so to speak, as you hope that they're gonna end up doing the same thing for you, right? All right, tip number three. Once you know who you want as a mentor, you gotta understand. They are human, just like the rest of us. And you know that you're gonna actually have to bring some value to the table as well. And when it's time for the ask, start small, okay? It's probably not a very good idea to just kinda come out and ask them to be your mentor the very first time that you speak with them. I mean, think about it. Would you like ask somebody to marry you on the very first date? Uh, I'd hope not, right? So think about it, man. Just kind of start small, you know, something informal like you know, maybe coffee would be a really good way to start. You um, you don't want to seem like, um, like it's going to be a really huge commitment on their part. Make sure that you come prepared and you respect their time. It's going to show that you do actually, because if you come prepared, they're going to know that you respect their time. All right. So let them know specifically what you would like to be mentored on. You could also make suggestions about, you know, what the time commitment may look like. All right. You know, what be coffee, you know, once a month, uh, maybe a call every couple weeks. You get the idea, right? Tip number four. All right. So after meeting with them, you know, your prospective, you know, mentor, be sure that you actually want to spend time, you know, more time with this person as a person or actually as a mentor, all right? When you met with them, did it go as you hoped it would? If it didn't go well, you know, that, that's okay, right? But 
you know, make sure that you do some self-analysis, right? You know, was it your fault that uh, it didn't go well? Or was it their fault that it didn't go well? Did you ask, you know, for too much? Or did you come off too needy too soon, you know, um, kind of like a time suck of sorts, right? Did you offer way less value than, than you hope to get in return? Regardless, so even if you screwed it up, all right, there are lots of people out there, right? You can go find another mentor or somebody else that you can ask to be a mentor. But if it did go well, all right, if it did go well, make sure that you thank them and you set up another meeting, all right? You know, it can be an email or a text on how you set it up, depending on, you know, what you all agreed upon, all right? Tip number five, it's the last one, all right? So tip number five, an important thing to remember is not to give up at the first sign of a challenge, all right? As you know, we've mentioned in our other videos about the importance of finding a mentor, they will challenge your comfort zone and areas that uh, you need to grow. Don't give up if this happens, all right? If you want to grow, it will be uncomfortable at times, but it's part of the process. Also, some people are very, very busy and have to be incentivized, all right, you know, to consider even mentoring you. If a person has a skill set or is someone that you'd really like to be mentored by, you may have to invest a sum of money to receive mentorship. Now, remember, you know, time is money, all right? And by accepting you and becoming your mentor, they are in essence, you know, losing out on other opportunities and the cost of doing other things, all right? So, peeps, who would you like to have as a mentor? Tell me your, you know, your big, hairy, audacious goal of who the mentor would be for you. And then tell me, how do you plan on connecting with them? Do you have anything to add that uh, we didn't cover in this video right here? I'd love to hear your thoughts and also share with us what other topics or what other things you'd like us to cover in the comments below. Anyways, love you. God bless you. I'm gonna go finish my stogie and hang out with the dog and the kid. So catch you on the next one. Hey peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.